Relatively speaking, this life is so short. It can end peacefully. It can end too soon. It can end tragically. But the bottom line is, do you have security in the fact that you will live eternally in the kingdom of heaven? That's the subject for today's Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. Well, again, thanks for joining me in today's Another Chance Daily Devotion. Yesterday, I received some very bad news that a friend of mine's son had died very prematurely, only in his 30s. He died from essentially alcohol poisoning. There were many tears, many prayers, and yet a thankfulness because we knew that this young man, despite the lifestyle that he'd been living of late, did know the Lord Jesus. The problem was he wasn't allowing the Lord to set him free. And so he died in a very sorry state, but I'm confident that he's in the kingdom of heaven. I'm confident in eternity I will see him again. The Bible presents us with a clear path to eternal life. The first thing we have to do is recognize that we have sinned against God. Because you can read the scripture for yourself. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's in Romans 3, chapter 23. We've all done things that are displeasing to God. Prior to coming to know Jesus... Who knows what kind of lifestyle you were living. But God forgave you of that thanks to the precious blood he shed on the cross for your sins, for the sins of everyone, for all eternity. And guess what? For those sins you commit after having made that confession of faith, he still forgives you. I'll never forget that prayer that I prayed. I had been illuminated to the fact that Jesus indeed was the promised Jewish Messiah. And I was doing my best to follow in his ways. But the thing that was missing was this. I never really prayed that God would forgive me of my sins. And you see, what I was missing is what so many miss. Jesus died on the cross as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. And what do we Jews believe? I go back to the Passover, the first Passover. The first Passover when the angel of death passed over the children of Israel who marked their doors with blood from a sacrificial lamb. That lamb was sacrificed to save that particular family in that house from death. And that's what Jesus did on the cross for us. He sacrificed himself as the spotless lamb of God so that we would not suffer death. Oh, we'll we'll suffer death in the flesh, but we will not be cast into hell for eternity. Instead, 
we will rise from the dead just as Jesus rose from the dead into the kingdom of heaven. And that's what I so look forward to. But let's get back to this, this eternal life. We've all done things that are displeasing to God, which makes us deserving of punishment. And since all of our sins are ultimately against God, eternal punishment is sufficient because what does the Bible also say in Romans chapter 6, 23? The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the sinless, eternal Son of God, became man and died to pay our penalty. Let's go back to the book of Romans again. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. He took the punishment we deserve. And three days later, he, later, he rose from the dead, proving his victory over sin, proving his victory over death. The grave could not hold him. And so, in his great mercy, he's given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. If you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, and I'm, I'm sure that the vast majority of you have, but if you want to be that Christian who shares this truth, who shares this life with others, remember, there is a simple prayer. I spoke just a moment ago about that realization I had that my sins could be forgiven by Jesus by praying a prayer of faith. Praying a prayer of faith. That was the missing ingredient for me. I, I believed that Jesus was Lord. I believed that he was Messiah. I was doing my best to, to follow his word best I could, but there was something missing. You see, for me, it was just religion. I needed a personal relationship with Jesus. And that's when I'll never forget uh, the gentleman who later became my father-in-law sent me a little tract, a little pamphlet called The Four Spiritual Laws. And within those four spiritual laws, I realized, one, I was a sinner. Two, I needed forgiveness. Three, I needed a Savior who provided that forgiveness. And I remembered this simple prayer. And this this whole thing would be very, very good, beneficial for you to share with somebody, maybe even today. That person who's on the cusp, or maybe that person who's just racked with sin, whatever that may be, a lifestyle of sin that they're sick of. Yes, they've gone to AA. Yes, they've gone to NA. Yes, they've had counseling. But there's something missing. They need the forgiveness of Jesus, who died a sacrificial death for our sins and rose from the dead, just as someday we who are his followers will rise from the dead. 
saying this prayer or any other prayer is not going to save you, and I'll, I'll share with you the prayer in just a moment. Only trusting in the Lord Yeshua, the Lord Jesus, can save you from your sin. So this prayer is just a very, very simple way to express to the Everlasting Father your faith in Him and thank Him for providing His Son for your salvation. Simple prayer. God, I know that I have sinned against you. Lord, I know that that sin deserves punishment. But thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that your son Jesus took the punishment I deserve on that cross so that through faith in him, I could be forgiven. I place my trust in you for salvation. And I thank you for your wonderful grace and forgiveness and for the gift of eternal life. Amen. You know, when I prayed that prayer, something happened in my life. It was instantaneous. Because what happens when we pray that prayer? We're filled with his spirit. You see, we are body, soul, and spirit, correct? That's, we have a body. We have a soul, which inc includes our intellect and our will. And we have a spirit. And as we read the scriptures, we realize that that spirit, once aligned with the Holy Spirit, which God gives us, as we saw in the book of Acts, what happened? God, Jesus, finally, after being raised from the dead, is, is teaching all the brethren. And uh, it's a very exciting moment because there he is in the, in the flesh, so to speak, after having, been, after having died and been placed in a grave, here he is with them. And he spends some time with this new collection of believers. And then he rises from the dead. And once he's gone, the Holy Spirit fell upon this group of believers. That's what happened to me. The Holy Spirit fell upon me. I was filled with his Spirit. There was a change in my life. What was the first change that I personally noticed? I stopped cursing. I stopped cussing. I didn't realize it till. Sometime labor, maybe it was a few days, maybe it was a few weeks, I can't recall, but I just realized, whoa, I'm not saying this, that, and the other any longer. What happened? I believe that's because out of your mouth flows the abundance of your heart. That's what the scripture says. Out of your mouth flows the abundance of your heart. My heart was now filled with God's Holy Spirit, and there were changes beginning to take place. And I hope and pray that changes have been taking place in your life from that moment you accepted the Lord as your Savior and confessed your sins before him. Because it is a lifelong process. It really is a lifelong process. So, you've made a decision for Christ. You've accepted Jesus the Messiah as your Savior. You've been filled with his Spirit. <laughs> 
And now, so to speak, the sky is the limit. And whether your life is very, very long or maybe not so long, you have this guarantee. You will live in eternity with him forever. And you know, I look forward to seeing and meeting you in that kingdom. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for making a way for us to have eternal life. Thank you for forgiving us of all of our sins. Oh, thank you, Lord. Some sins by the world standards may seem to be great and, and, and terrible. And others by the world standards may seem to be rather minor, but in all circumstances, we have violated you. So thank you, Lord, for, sa- for forgiving us. Thank you for saving us. And thank you for the wonderful gift of eternal life. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. Thanks for joining me. God bless you and God bless the United States of America.